It's Fort Worth Camera Radio. Howdy, y'all. This is Mackenzie with Fort Worth Camera. With me, as always, is Greg Woods, our engineer. You can't hear him because he doesn't have a microphone, but he's the one who actually makes this all happen. Not me. He does all the work, and you get all the credit. Wow. Yeah. Maybe you can dub that in a little bit later. Um, Season two. All of our episodes can be listened to on SoundCloud and iTunes. We hope you do. And today, our extra special guest is a good friend of Fort Worth Camera and me personally, Ms. Charla Corn Barrett. How are you? Hi, Mackenzie. Thanks for having me. What an honor. Uh, the honor is all on this side of the table. And um, although we've known each other for five years, I do want to talk about the history of Charla Corn. <laughs> From the Corn Stalkers to Charla's Angels to the Ranch. <laughs> To what you're doing right now with social media, which is um, um, blazing a trail, which is far exceeding just the mere idea of gaining more followers. You're influencing lives, and I don't take that. Uh, I don't say that lightly because learning more about what you do with your brand um, is making differences. I think. Would you agree? I hope. I hope yeah. so. I mean, that's my objective. I don't just want to put out pretty pictures. I mean. I, I want there to be substance behind it that's going to, you know, leave a wake that kind of, yeah, helps, affects people's lives in some way. I was impressed to see that that is the, the true goal. Mm-hmm. You have a business you're operating, you're branding yourself, you're branding your business, but there's ultimately a much more uh, uh, method of employing goodwill. Absolutely. Okay, good. So before we get into that... Mm-hmm. Picture it. <laughs> I don't know where you actually grew up. You, didn't, you grew up in... Way out West Texas. Okay. <laughs> Almost New Mexico. Okay, right on. So if you were to make a triangle with Lubbock and Amarillo, that's my spot on the map where my parents still live and have been married for 50 years. And Nice. Yeah. So I, I first met you through uh, the ranch. Mm-hmm. 95.9 The Ranch here in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, Still radio- one of the loves of my life. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> good um, uh, teaming up with uh, Fort Worth Camera, our official radio sponsor. But tell me where you started, when, where, how you started getting into media. Now, media does come, come across as a very large, um, vague description, but music in your case. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it was media even. Well, music and then media. They've kind of always gone together. But yes. small town, grew up small town, you know, quickly moved to Nashville to chase the dream of, you know, being the next Dolly Parton. <laughs> oh. And so I lived in Nashville for eight years. And in that eight years, you know, there was a lot of waiting tables. You know, there was playing showcases and putting bands together. and um, But also in my stretch of time in Nashville... I did stuff for CMT, which was totally out of the blue and random. I did not seek it out at all. I just had a dear friend that worked for CMT at the time. Country music television. Yeah, and yes, country music television. But they were also working on um, a lot of internet stuff at the time. You know, MySpace was big. This was (laughs) pre-Facebook. But MySpace was big at the time. You know, people were going to CMT.com, not just watching CMT on television. And so they brought me on to help launch their 
you know, internet side of CMT. So I did a lot of stuff there and then I would fill in for on-air personalities as well. So that kind of just fell into my lap and I loved it. And I fell in love with like on camera stuff and radio and, um, you know, that whole side of, you know, being creative. And then after an eight year stretch in Nashville, I realized it was just way too far away from mama and daddy and all the skinny jeans and affliction t-shirt wearing guys up there <laughs> were not the kind of guy, you know, or I didn't want to marry a man that was up in the, you know, the melting pot of Nashville. I knew I wanted to marry a Texas boy because I wanted to plant roots in Texas. So after eight years there, I moved back and did the whole, you know, would get up with my guitar and hawk CDs and t-shirts out of the trunk of my car. Um, all around Austin and Houston, you know, College Station. And um, so that's where the Texas music scene is what I really like, you know, planted my feet in and got back home and really was homeless. <laughs> I was sleeping on my brother's couch in Austin and my brother's couch in Dallas, my sister's couch in Midland. And I was literally knocking on doors of radio stations. And the ranch was the very first one to be like, your stuff is really good. Like, it's really good. So they were the first radio station to really get behind my music. And, um, you know, but it's hard being homeless and <laughs> sleeping sure. out of your car. And so I knew I wanted to plant, like, really plant some roots where I was at one spot, like, at least four days out of the week. So I went to the ranch, who was my biggest advocate at the time, and said, hey, I only have, like, some on-camera experience with CMT, but do you have, is there a place for me at all here at this radio station that I love? And so that was 10 years ago. And they said, we're actually working on something with internet. And it all like, it was the same story with CMT. They were working on something that was going to be big online. And so they brought me on and I did like this Texas music interactive was the name of the show. And yeah, that was 10 years ago. But my my role on the ranch lasted for seven years. I did the morning show for five. And, um, and then when I felt like it was time to move on to something else, I you know I did. But I still do like a weekly segment where I spotlight local charities and stuff. So, Well, this is a good segue because um, another good friend of Fort Worth Cameron, I would presume a, a good friend of yours, uh, Ben Ryan. Mm-hmm. Dropping names, Ben Ryan. He, he, Sweet Ben Ryan. Yeah, good guy. Um, he, super Ben, as super I, Ben, as I knew him. Ben, when my if you're listening, to the ranch. five bucks every time we uh, mention your name. So bring, bring it in. <laughs> um, he he made reference to how hard you work in the old days. Mm-hmm. So he said, "Yeah, she was hustling her butt, selling CDs, merch, and she, he made like I've never seen someone who is in this this circle of musicians and this kind of." Um, you know, swing of clubs and whatever work so hard. Mm -hmm. And uh, I hope you take this as a compliment because we're going to move forward with your work ethic that you're not maybe uh, performing music as much and you're not on radio. You're on a different type of media, which is now everything. It's more established, but your work ethic definitely comes across. Mm -hmm. I hope you... Take that as a compliment. I will definitely take that as a compliment. Okay, I feel like good. that's the highest compliment <laughs> because anyone could give. Well, yeah. I hate lazy people. And <laughs> so when people say they don't have time for something or it's just a priority thing, but 
Yeah, I mean, that's always... I, I grew up watching my parents work their butt off, and, you know, that was my objective, just to make sure that I was always working smarter, though, and not harder. And, yeah, I think that's where I've kind of wound up now, is all that smarter work where it's gotten me to right now. Uh, photography enthusiasts listening, I promise there will be a photography tie-in. But first... <laughs> Uh, I learned a whole lot more about you, and I've, I, I guess I should have known, even though I've known you for a while. If you go to charlacorn.com, that's C-H-A-R-L-A-C-O-R-N.com, you're going to learn much more about your work ethic, what you do, what you're really selling, rather than just the, um, the, the product and the, um, the, um, the branding um, message if that made any sense, but I, I do want to, before we even talk about what your brand is, your brand is you. And a lot of people think that social media is their way to be famous. You're, you're just going to, you know, you're going to make it. That's something I personally have a, a tough time swallowing these days where kids, uh, they just aspire famous to, to be famous. Yeah. I'm, uh, what are you going to do with, when you grow up, I'm gonna uh, be famous. Yeah, I'm gonna be famous. I'm gonna be a YouTube star. Yeah, awesome. I'm, awesome. I'm gonna have <laughs> I'm gonna have a million followers. Okay. Well, in your case, I don't care about the number. Like I, I've never paid for followers. I've only ever wanted to grow and grow organically. I've never like paid for some service to come in and like revamp. <laughs> my you know my social media presence or I've just I know what I like and that's the kind of people that I want to attract to me and but I think you know yeah my my whole journey has included radio it has included music but when you start having a family it kind of just like everything shifts and you just want to be able to create you know this brand and lifestyle like where you can just spend time with people that you really, really, really care about. Fun fact, I don't even know who did the study, but did you know that like at your funeral, only 10 people are going to cry? Like, who are those 10 people that are going to cry at your funeral? Uh, I would cry at your funeral. Okay. <laughs> but I'm saying those are the people that you need to be saying like those yeses to in your life. And so when I was, you know, doing radio and music, there was all these people you know, all this noise. And I just wanted to cut all that out and really focus on family. But like, how do you take that and still move into being an entrepreneur, building a business, building a brand that's going to attract other people to you that believe the same things that you do. And so that's what I've tried to do with my brand as like a social media influencer. I guess that's like a thing, but <laughs> You know, so that's that's where I'm at now is how can I spend, you know, the majority of my time with those 10 people that are really that really care and still be able to make a stamp on society and future. And does that make sense? Well, yeah. And I can also say delving into the photography side of things, you can make a case that that is photographic. You're trying to employ positive content. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, you know, be philosophical about things, yeah, that, that's what you want to do with, you know, videography, sharing that, still images, sharing that. You're, you're trying to actually create a mood, create a message mm-hmm. through your 
media offerings. Mm-hmm. Let's just leave it at that. Because right now, if you go to charlacorn.com, you can click on, the, click on the link to her Instagram account where she has 26,000 followers. Again, that's not what we're emphasizing. But we are definitely emphasizing the fact that there's not only a theme to your, let's just you know encapsulate it into the Instagram um, world. There's not only a theme of family, there is a theme of branding, which goes hand in hand with your, your theme of family. Um, just positive lifestyle. There's people smiling. There's people that care about each other. There is um, people having a good time. Mm-hmm. There is photographic message involved with that. And I will say that on May 7th, <laughs> during this, the Fort Worth Photo Fest, you'll be able this to... This will be fun. It will be fun, see? Told you it'd be fun. May 7th, you're going to be able to um, meet with Charla Corn at Make Your Mark with Charla Corn Barrett. You can sign up for that at fortworthcamera.com and um, learn from her what works for you in, in a lot of ways. You know, what does work for you in terms of when you have a really good post, they're all fabulous. But when you have something really exceptional, can you identify what went right? Yeah, it wasn't the hashtags. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the things that you think it would be. It's, yeah. okay, wow, that was vulnerable and honest and that, I, that wasn't copy and pasted. That was just raw and real and... You know, it made me cry or it made me laugh or it was witty. You know, those are the posts that have the most effect on people. And when it like really like touches a, a part of someone's soul, you a, know. Emotional connection. An emotional connection. Yes. And so, you know, whether you're trying to sell something or, you know, it, people want to get behind something like bigger than themselves right and I think when you draw people in with their social media and have beautiful photography behind it and by the way I'm not a photographer but I do hire professional photographers to help me build content that I'm able to use throughout the entire year Um, and in the middle of that I try to you know with my own cell phone try to get some really pretty images as well that's gonna go along with that Um, but you know, drawing people in where they believe what you believe in and they agree and, or maybe they disagree, but because you have such an honest <laughs> rapport with your followers, they, they can receive that. But also you're, you're bringing them in. They believe, they believe what you believe in. And then in turn, they'll buy whatever you're selling and they're, they'll send their friends and family to, buy from you as well because they believe in it so much whatever that looks like whatever that looks like for you so for me as an entrepreneur it looks different you know there's a an old adage which i learned from carlos santana of all people that there's nothing more contagious than enthusiasm would you agree if you're not excited get excited yeah (laughs) that's a that is definitely like if you're not excited Find something to get excited about. Yeah, it's something we all have to remind ourselves of. So, I, sure, I'm going to give you time to uh, give a nod to what the product you actually sell. And I, I have a follow-up, you know, circle back to how it all folds into social media. And um, can you tell me, 
because there's these fa fabulous images. You went to the south of France and were part of a, a pretty great event. And uh, I want to know, what are you selling? <laughs> um, you know, I feel like it's a great product. Yeah, let me hear it. It's skincare. Yeah. I'm an independent consultant. But it's just so much more than that. Okay, like, that, I it is, thought so. So. I mean, because it is. I, it was funny because last night we had a, you know, like a neighborhood Christmas party and someone, you know, asked my age and I was like, oh no, keep going, keep going up. 20. Up. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> and they're like, stop, you know? So, I mean, yes, it's, I've gained confidence in like my skin and, but it's just so much more than that. It's. It really is an avenue where I am able to, I now have a tool. I am not just leading people to a bar stool and, and, and singing to them until 2 a.m. in a smoky bar, right? There is so much more. Uh, I have a tool now to give someone to either help with their skin so they can gain confidence or I can give them like a business tool to actually help them, you know, move into financial freedom and time freedom and family freedom and and you know and empowering women and personal growth and that's that's the part that i think is just so fun and so much more than you know selling a product yeah and that's exactly what i know i wanted to hear because again enthusiasm sells and I'm not talking about something you can buy. Enthusiasm sells photography. That is the, the true lesson that I wanted to get to the heart of because you're so, I don't have a better word, enthusiastic about what you do that, that not only sells um, the product, it sells the imagery, it sells your entire message. And so I wanna go back to charlacorn.com if I can, my browser's not working, and, and discuss your, your you're blessed with a blessing. Did I get that right? Well, so kind of a theme with me and my husband and our marriage from the very beginning has, you know, always blessed to be a blessing. Thank you. Like we've only, I can't take credit for any of this. Like literally the blessings that we have received have only come from, you know, greater source. And in turn, it's our responsibility to bless others because we've been so blessed. Um, and that has looked like so many different things for us. I mean, we've been able to, you know, so blessed that we've been able to then like build schools in Kenya and take the word of Jesus to places that would never, you know, otherwise never be able to hear that message. And we recently became foster parents. And so we're approved as, you know, a foster family where we can welcome in kids that, you know, need a loving home, whether it's for, you know, two days or two months or, you know, so it's, it just, it's crazy. That's what, that's just our whole objective is like, we've been so abundantly blessed. How can we turn around and give that, you know, some of those blessings to others. It says a spot on your website that says empowering women to recognize their true selves. Um, that's a positive message right there. It's a positive statement. And there's imagery that goes along with this. It's a kind of a great one-two punch. When you talk about true media, be it social or whatever, you have words and you have an image to back it up. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, nothing new. It's like newspapers. But in this case, on your website, you know, it, it, it's an image of you. 
it's an image of a, a successful woman comfortable at home. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from someone that pretend I don't know you. I'm just looking at an image right here and it tells a story. And then there's words to go along with it, which further the story. So what can you tell me about empowering women? Well, I think the the first thing that there's like two parts to this, but just coming from your question. Sure. But one is that we're not in the day and age anymore where you have to like there's women aren't in their business suits and they're off and you have to choose between being a successful businesswoman or having a family life like now it's such a beautiful because of this whole gig economy we get to build whatever life we can dream up with we have our, our cell phone as long as we have wi-fi and a dream right it's like all right there in your hand and you can build a global business from your home you don't have to choose anymore like am i going to go and be like a working woman or am i going to be a stay-at-home mom now you get to be highly successful not you're, you're you know what i mean not just like hawking you know we're we're not just yeah we're not just selling snake oil here like this is it's big business and you get to do it from home so you have a lot of good messages on your website and i guess that's the the theme of this podcast today is doing something overwhelmingly positive with media at your disposal Mm -hmm. You you know sometimes the word social media makes my skin crawl because it's invaded our lives but this is something that's really making a, a positive difference you, you, you're throwing out a positive message and making a difference well and media itself is such a huge part of that whole empowering women because i mean i can take it from you know of a, a, having a party with eight women you know in my living room and one of those women sitting in the corner on the couch like you know shoulders hunched over like she's drawn in zero self-confidence right like about her skin about her body about you know we all have these insecurities to that same person like four years later is now doing live videos on Facebook and you know getting up in front of a room full of 500 people and speaking with confidence like that's the empowering women that I'm you know talking about like that I feel like has been so huge that I've been able to help women with is, you know, seeing that transformation in them. But media being like, what? Now you're like live on Facebook where you wouldn't ever even get out of your sweatpants, you know? (laughs) And now you're on social media and you're rocking it. And that's so cool to see. Yeah. And and definitely one of the, the, the beautiful benefits of social media is that people can empower themselves to, you know, be extroverted put themselves out and be proud of what they're doing. But you'd mentioned something earlier, which I want to circle back to gig economy. What yeah, does that this mean? This is like a thing. You didn't know. I know. I don't, I don't know anything. I, you know, I didn't either, but I did hear this term recently and I was like, yes, that's brilliant. It's brilliant because gig, a gig economist is the millennials. The millennials are coming up. They're, it's not the go to college, then we're in all of this, you know, all of this school debt and we're trying to get some, you know, nine to five job and working for the man anymore. (laughs) They want to be able to build a global business out of the palm of their hand. And like photography is so huge because it has to look good, right? But not just 
you know, building a business as an entrepreneur, but also using that business to be a part of something bigger. Like whether it's, you know, whether it's, you know, tying any kind of profit into, you know, giving back in some way, they want to feel like they're a part of something, you know, like your employees here. I, I, you know, I know you give them a paycheck, right? But they also love what you're doing. So you're doing a really great job. You've got a family atmosphere here, like your employees, there's a lot of respect for each other. I feel like you can walk into any business and see whether, you know, who, who's ever, you know, running the show here has made them feel like they're a part of something bigger than just getting a paycheck at the end of the month. Right. So that's, Gig economy. Does that make sense? I, don't I, I probably will ask sense. you again <laughs> after we're done. But man, does that sound good? I mean, perception is reality, right? Well, and don't you want to be a part of that? Like, I want to be a part of that business, right? I know. I, I want to be a part of that business where, you know, there's. I'm not just doing it for the money. Like, I want to get up and jump out of bed every day. I'm enthusiastic. I'm excited about what we're working towards here. Charlie Corn, I want to keep talking to you. <laughs> However, I've got one final question for you. Lay it on me. Does Fort Worth ever cross your mind? <laughs> uh, Fort Worth camera crosses my no, mind. No, no, often. no, no. That's okay. We're, we're we're not that gratuitous. So I'm talking. No, I yes, I love Fort Worth. Like I am just. I'm a Fort Worth girl through and through. Even though you know I grew up in Farwell, Texas. I hope people love the city that they plant roots in as much as I love Fort Worth. I think there's so many cool things that are going on here from the art side to the nonprofit side, all of the charity. It's just one of the coolest cities in America. Agreed. <laughs> Follow up bonus question. What's up with the burritos at Allsips? Are they like, like really awesome or something? I don't <laughs> And there's not like an allsips around where I live, so what's what's the story on that? Uh, Pat Green will tell you in one of his songs. Okay. That okay. you just dust it off after it's been, been underneath the underneath seat or the something. Sea I, I, I've heard that song. And yes. it it never molds, it never goes bad, and it still fuels you to keep moving forward. <laughs> Thanks for coming in here, Charla. <sighs> I love you guys. I love Fort Worth Camera. I'm excited for Photo Fest. And yeah, it's going to be fun. Love you too. This podcast has been a presentation of Fort Worth Camera with locations in Fort Worth, Texas and Grapevine, Texas. The engineer is Greg Woods. I'm your host, Mackenzie Hughes. Please visit us at fortworthcamera.com or fortworthphotofest.com dot com and be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram.